this is sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sarantino, associate editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaq Lambert, contributor from OneOfUs.net. And I'm Alec Gonzalez, contributor from Talk Film Society. For this episode, we watched Universal Soldier Regeneration, the third installment in the Universal Soldier franchise. I am going to try my best to understand what's going on with this franchise, so I'm going to say this out loud. First film, 1992, Universal Soldier. Yep. (laughs) Labeled a sci-fi action film. (laughs) We'll we'll get into it. (laughs) I also saw this for the first time today, right before watching the new one. (laughs) So, and then there were two made-for-TV films in 1998. Yeah. Which, both in 1998, Universal Soldier 2, Brother in Arms, and then Universal Soldier 3, Unfinished Business. (laughs) (laughs) The most generic action titles. That's so 98. That's amazing. And both of those are now considered not canon. Is that correct? Yes. Because the thing is, they were used as like almost like a a backdoor pilot for a Universal uh, Soldier TV series they were potentially trying to run with. Also, fucking Burt Reynolds is in Universal Soldier 3 and (gasps) Gary Busey's in Universal Soldier 2. They're made for TV, (laughs) so they don't count. One day we will open up to made for TV. We'll get to it eventually. I don't see why we can't. And then... Universal Soldier, The Return, in 1999. Yeah, that's when they brought it back to theatrical. They tried to make the big return of Van Damme to to U.S. theaters, and it bombed like shit. (laughs) And... I can't (laughs) imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) And then, in 2009, we got the film that we're watching today, Universal Soldier Regeneration. So the plot of this is... It's a pretty simple plot. It's a terrorist kidnaps the two children of the i believe it's the ukrainian prime minister ukraine or russia whichever one but they take them to (laughs) they take them to chernobyl the power like the infamous power plant chernobyl and threaten to blow up one of the reactors which will let off this massive like cloud of radiation and so the u.s decide to help intervene and they send in their old universal soldiers which are all essentially just recently reanimated soldiers just hyper like they're genetically altered they're stronger faster can't can't like feel pain and that type of shit and the main one that they bring back is luke devro which is the one from uh which is jean-claude van damme from the original and also one of the like the villainous uh like the terrorists they also have their own scientist who has uh they created their own newer version of the universal soldier just called the ngu and they also brought back uh, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren as fuck. What was his name? Who knows? I have no idea. A- oh, Andrew Scott. <laughs> you get European as Dolph Lundgren, and you name him Andrew Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but he also came back from the first one, and yeah, just a lot of fighting and shooting. How did they find the budget? <laughs> To bring these guys back. <laughs> I mean, they're not doing much. I mean, John Clive Van Damme, at this point, he like stopped being a thing. Like he stopped being a popular thing. Yeah, but it's still Van Damme. Like and it's been years and years of this franchise. Maybe he's just passionate about it and he's like, I'll do it for no money. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like he had like a mini comeback when he had like that one movie, JCVD, which is like him playing himself. That didn't really lead to much after because it came back to this. I genuinely want to see that. I heard it was really good, actually. I have only seen one Jean-Claude Van Damme film. 
and it's where he's like playing security for a hockey rink. Fuck! I, I, try, I try to think what name. I think like I know what TV. you're talking about, but like <laughs> it's not, that could though. be any of his movies. I went to see it in theaters, not when it came out, but like there was just you know one of those weird showings of of random action film, and I decided to go see it, and it wasn't bad, but I I definitely didn't grow up with him being like a household name. My parents weren't really into his movies, so this is yeah, this is a weird. Thing for me to watch like i was bored out of my goddamn mind <laughs> i'm gonna be real as fuck yeah. same here everyone on twitter was like this is the best i love this movie this is a really good movie like you guys are gonna enjoy it i was waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> for it to get good I was bored as fuck but i'm gonna be honest also and say that i am not an action person. I did this podcast with Marcelo when he was going through the action movies and I disclaimed to him that I hate movies like this. I've mm. never seen a JCVD movie in my life. This might be the first one. Wow, we're the worst people to watch this. Shaq, what about yeah. you? <laughs> Here's like, my experience with Jean-Claude is like, I've seen, I think I've maybe seen only Time Cop in full, but I barely remember oh, it. that's what other I than that, watch, yeah. I've seen parts of his other movies. Like, I saw parts of Double... What was it? Double Team? When he was with Dennis Rodman, which is garbage. I've seen parts of Bloodsport. I've seen parts of... Actually, I remember when he, he was in Breaking, he was in there. <laughs> We're all, like, so quiet. Me and, me and Ali are like, oh, yeah? He was in that yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah, the breakdancing oh, yeah, yeah. movie. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> But yeah, no, this was the first thing I've seen in full probably yeah, since Time Cop. And I'll say the first movie, uh, Universal Soldier, that movie fucking sucks. It's bad RoboCop and bad Terminator combined. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting from this. A little bit of bad Rambo, too. It Like, it's a shitty movie. At least with Scorpion King 3. <laughs> it was bad, but it was funny. And I was bored by most of the action in that film, too. But at least people had personalities. This thing is bleak. Well, I think that's the point. I understand (laughs) why no one has a personality in this. I understand. But I feel like it was kind of a cop-out so that nobody had to act. Right. (laughs) I'll say at the very least, for me at the beginning... Uh, this is going to be a weird sentence to start with, but this reminded me a little bit of Little Mermaid 2 in the fact that like, <laughs> just, just, just starts f- from the get-go. It's just like, listen, we're just moving straight on yes. to an action scene. I was like, didn't give me time to prepare or anything. <laughs> it starts off with this crazy, well, not crazy, but it's like a ridiculous car chase slash shootout. That wasn't that bad. I was like, oh. It was, it was, it, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. It was like, it, it was decently shot. If anything, I'll give this more credit than most of the movies we've seen on the show. This is probably one of the better made ones. Cause, like, oh, the yeah. Film, the filmmaking is pretty well done. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably why a lot of people said that this was a good movie because it is, it doesn't look like a direct to video film. It looks like mm-hmm. it's well shot. There's interesting things going on. There's, it's kind of, like how Chucky had interesting, like, camera shots. Right. Mm-hmm. This is very much kind of the same way where it takes a moment to actually look at how people are feeling as they look into, like, the reflection. But at the same time, that doesn't make the plot... Even the plot is not that bad, actually, either. It's just boring. I agree. Nobody is acting. Nobody has a real personality, except for, honestly, the evil doctor has the most personality of every character. It also looks like it's from the 90s. Like, I thought that this was from the 90s until I looked at the Wikipedia page. 
I was like, this is not bad for the 90s. I mean, I think that's kind of the aesthetic (laughs) they were kind of going for, considering it's from a fucking schlocky-ass 90s series. So, like, hey, might as well. well. But, like, if anything, yeah, no, I... Was it, there's parts where I was interested and there's parts where I was bored out of my mind like you guys. Like there's a whole good chunk in the middle. Actually, you know what? It's because Jean-Claude doesn't do shit until the last 25 minutes. He's supposed to be like this sensitive, recovering universal soldier. And- <laughs> yeah, their whole thing is, with at least with Jean-Claude, is he's trying to rehabilitate himself into society. Because that's all he really knows. He Remember, he's been dead and technically just brought back as like a pawn slash zombie type thing. So wait, okay, let me just let me just get the concept of Universal yes. Soldiers under wraps yeah. here. So they're dead soldiers mm-hmm. that are brought back to life and used as like yes, machines. Essentially. Right? Okay. Okay. I fuck with it. It's Winter Soldier. Pretty much exactly. Pretty much, yeah. But just not done as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Winter Soldier, but if those guys all woke up instead of getting shot on the head at the end. Mm-hmm. The 2.0s. I think my main issue is I don't know anybody's name except for Luke because they said his name like 800 yep. times. Yeah. And that's Van Damme, right? Because I still don't Yeah, know. that's Van Damme. What I was going to tell you guys before the episode even started was that I don't know <laughs> anybody's name in this. <laughs> I don't know any of the actors' name besides mm-hmm. obviously Van Damme. <laughs> so I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> Wait, not even Dolph Lundgren? Well, yeah, yeah, but everyone he else... He was hardly in it, too, though. I mean... I mean, yeah, he was hardly in it, but at least he's recognizable. So he was the bad twin, right? The, bla- the bad clone? Yeah. Okay, so essentially in the first one, their whole thing is they, they used to fight together in Vietnam. Like, Dolph Lundgren was Van Damme's sergeant, and he went crazy and started just murdering everybody, and there was a whole hostage situation. They both ended up just shooting each other, and that's why, like... They end up both being in the program. But the whole thing is, yeah, Dolph Lundgren, his character is super ultra-violent and crazy. And that's the whole main plot line with the first, with the original movie. I didn't get that from this movie, though. He didn't seem that violent. No, that yeah. was in the original movie. In this, in this, they barely let him do yeah. anything. Like, they only establish him that he's back in, like, the ending, in the third act. The most violent um, scene in this is does belong to him, and it's when he, like, squishes the doctor's head and, like... <laughs> Puts his fingers in the eyeballs. Oh, he straight up like Oberyn Martell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's true. I didn't Speaking need that of- flashback. <laughs> Poor Pedro Pascal. So, do we think that Game of Thrones took inspiration from Universal Soldier Regeneration? For this? <laughs> of course, because it did. it's pretty identical. Yeah, the, the only two franchises to have someone squish a person's <laughs> skull and eyes. I mean, it's identical. Also, okay. it, does, it doesn't help that you guys don't know the actors because a lot of them are MMA fighters. At least, like, in terms of the soldiers. Because the main one, yes. the NGU, yeah. is by uh, Andre Arlovsky, who's a, who's a former UFC champion. The the other, like, the main, like, human soldier, uh, Captain Burke, he's also an MMA fighter. All the other characters, like, actors that I'm not very familiar with. I mean, they all look exactly the same, so, I mean, what does it matter? Oh, yeah, it's all shaved head white guys, I, yes. I could not it's like- tell the difference between anyone. If you look at the fucking DTV cover, uh-huh. who was John? Who is John Claude Van Damme here? Because I don't know. And who is Dolph Lundgren? Because I don't know. They all look the same. Please look at the please look at the DTV cover. It's going to be on our Instagram. Let me know who was who. Your girl's confused. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I could recognize. Oh my god! Yeah, look at their faces. Oh, like tell funny. me they don't look identical. <laughs> they're just like this. Might as angry. like you might as well make you can put this movie and call it Call of Duty, and you would not 
be able to tell the difference. Exactly. Also, at one point, I was like, oh, okay, so Dolph is John Claude in the like in the future because it looks so similar that I thought that he was supposed oh, to. Be. <laughs> I didn't know where anything was going because I did not. I didn't even try to read any of the synopsis before watching this. I thought that would be the best way to do it, actually. Mm-hmm. So I had. I mean, I got no clues that it was about. You know, it did say regeneration, Sarah. You should have assumed. <laughs> you know, I'm just eating my Chinese food, mushu chicken, and I was just eating. And then all of a sudden, they like pull out like a slimy hand in a bag. <laughs> I was like, cool, uh, I'm going to stop eating right now. It was really slimy. It was, like, overly slimy. Come on, guys. For the most part, though, I wasn't really too grossed out by this, but I also wasn't really impressed by the action either. I think the only action scene that I was like, oh, things are happening, is when... Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, is running through the snowy... Oh, when he's, like, killing all the terrorists and shit. Yeah. I mean, it had a cool tracking shot where they're just, like, panning around, like, him taking out the entire, like, first floor. That was cool. Yeah, I'm a total sucker for a tracking shot in an action film, I'll tell you that much. A hundred percent. I'm, like, I'm so down for that shit. (laughs) Also, I did like the actual fight scene between Dolph and Van Damme when they actually got to it. Because it was really just them running each other through walls like Kool-Aid men. So, is Dolph also like an action icon? Yes, technically. He, like, he's okay. more recognized as like the villain in most action movies from like the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. I do recognize Isn't he him. like a chemical scientist or something like that in real life? Doesn't he have like a degree? I'm pretty sure he That's does. That's amazing. Dude's pretty smart. Like he doesn't need to do this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, 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 I was afraid we were going to reach a point where we didn't really have too much to talk about this film. I'm really disappointed that we didn't like it more. I was ready for our action curse of Chucky, and it, this wasn't it for me. <laughs> and everyone, everyone was saying that it would be. Yeah. Well, I, I know we've had a few people bring up Universal Soldier in general, not just regeneration um i think as some people brought up the next film which is what day of reckoning yes yeah i heard that one was really good that has that one is scott the infamous scott adkins who i have no idea who he is yet but one day i will know (laughs) (laughs) it's like coming at any moment we're gonna finally watch a scott adkins film and i'll understand who the hell that man is (laughs) but for now he's like an enigma it's not just that the movie's bleak and there's not really any point of levity it's just so like even it just looks boring like i know it's obviously because it's set in like a cold fucking fucking, like yeah cold ass russia (laughs) everything's wintry and all that shit but like it just looks so bland to the point where it's just like i don't really feel like i know where anything is like this whole movie takes place in just like a warehouse and a tent that's essentially it (laughs) yeah it's not that many sets and a snowy terrain yeah they're just like okay let's get something that looks like it could be a power plant a nuclear power plant and then some interior shots of like this vague u.s uh command post yeah which uh maybe i you know i had a hard time paying attention i'm i'm not gonna lie why were the u.s so happy to help it's because that the the terrorists had their own universal soldier. They're like, oh shit, we are kind of implicated in this, so we kind of have to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how Shaq is the only one who ever understands the plots. Unless it's Disney, we've got the Disney. Yeah, shit. y'all got the Disney we ones way more Disney than stuff. I do. <laughs> Whereas we need Shaq, or we'll just be mumbling like, oh, what happened in this movie? <laughs> I'm like Shaq smoking aces. I don't understand. <laughs> Explain. Have you seen smoking aces yet? No. Jesus. <laughs> Too busy watching things like Universal Soldier. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think we can do better when it comes to action. There's got to be another one. Well, Jesus, please. There has to be a better action directive video. Hopefully one that's not filled with generic military types. <laughs> when I Google things like best new TV action movies, this is on those lists. And I'm just taken aback because are they all so bad that this is an example of a good one again it just goes back to like it's well made because like well made with an asterisk in the sense that like this does look like it could be like a theatrical movie in the sense of like the look is is fine i really think that it's actually just like the fact that they have these really popular (laughs) actors in the film like i think that the fact that they were able to bring them back is what people are like really focusing on i mean do they show up in the next film you haven't seen it yeah they're they're in the next movie okay okay wow okay yeah i'm not really sure what the hell's going on but they're uh before we started recording i did read that they're trying to reboot it again which honestly which is like why because this franchise was never really all that popular i mean like within action fans of the era probably but like the first one was like a marginal success the return completely bombed and then these two i mean like regeneration did i'm guessing they did pretty well in like the director video market Overall, like, this has never been a franchise that I think people were ever really clamoring for. Yeah, but we said the same thing about fucking Scorpion King. It's on number 95. Mm-hmm. Scorpion King, that's true. <laughs> but Scorpion King is like, it gets away with it because The Rock has, like, the attachment to it. And the WWE, it's like their most successful property that they could just milk it for all it's worth. Oh, don't say milk. Not after Wave Mania. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 banning that word anything with wwe and milk we're never saying it again okay <laughs> I even drink milk let's call out some people who told us to watch this movie <laughs> the first is randy of af times back in march said we should take a look <laughs> at the universal soldier sequels you're a monster um and then guess who ally rob dean Neurotic monkey. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck Rob. We're gonna have to talk. <laughs> have a talking to. <laughs> I was telling Rob about how much I was dreading this moment throughout our weekend, <laughs> and he said, "Don't worry about it. It's great. It's weird. You're gonna like it. It's quick. It's not that quick. First of all, it's it's an hour and forty minutes. But honestly, there's a especially like." the middle section of the movie it just really drags because essentially they already showed that the ngu just murdered to hell the other like universal soldiers and so we're just literally just waiting and biding our time for until john claude actually shows up no it's even before that like it's it was terrible because before that as soon as they even introduce john claude van damme's character you know exactly what's gonna happen i'm like oh yeah these like nondescript guys with things on their eyes are totally going to take down this one guy. No, because they still haven't brought Jean-Claude Van Damme over. They all have to die. So then they die. And then the, the one other guy goes in, and then he doesn't die, but he's just fucking around. <laughs> and I'm like, get it over with. Send him out there. The only twist was Dolph. Yeah. And that still wasn't that interesting. Yeah, no, like, the, the most interesting thing that happens to Dolph other than the fight scene is the way he goes out, because, you know, that was the one part where I actually did go, like, okay, that was cool, where, like, he gets his fucking head blown off, gruesome as shit, but I was like, okay, that's something exciting and interesting, and I wish this movie had more of that, but otherwise, it's just, like, a bunch of just dudes in military suits 
doing MMA on each other in an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> They're doing MMA on each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie is the kind of movie my dad would rent. Not at a blockbuster, not at a Hollywood video, but in one of those Video 27 types. And Video 27 types, I mean the ones that are owned by like a very suspicious person who clearly is bootlegging these videos. <laughs> that is where my dad would rent. I'll just say, I have no frame of reference of what a Video 24 or 7 or whatever the fuck you go. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying that because that's literally the name of the video store right around my like street. I thought you were going to say like at the gas station in new jersey you could like rent uh dvds at the gas station i'm pretty sure you could st- can you not still Holy do- well, shit. you used to be able to do that like anywhere oh no okay so this was like you'd go to the gas station and they would have like you know all the normal bullshit and then there would be like one rack of dvds you could rent or vhs and dvds you could rent and then like my dad would do that every once in a while and they'd be like a honest mix of like indian films and like these kind of action films it was wonderful. Yeah, and that's exactly like this is a dad movie through and through. This My dad, dad would love this. I'm gonna show him this. <laughs> this is a dad movie. <laughs> On like Saturday at like two PM. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a dad movie or like a UPN daytime movie. <laughs> 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 but it goes back to your point, Ali. You said this felt like something that played was from the nineties. This came out in two thousand nine. Like everything I just said, like there's no like movie rental at the at the fucking gas station anymore and UPN's gone. So, it doesn't make sense in the time. It's like they were holding on to a totally different style from like a decade earlier. It's not working for me at all. Yeah, I mean like this is this is also like not long before what was it? Uh, Expendables came out. So, I think like people are already nostalgic about that era. So, when they saw this, it's like, "Oh, hey, this is maybe the most legitimate one they've had in a while." So, okay, let's bring back all these people and do this. I've not seen a single Expendables. I've seen not one Expendable. The first one's shite. The first one's complete and utter shite. The second one's actually pretty good. I thought we were getting a girl Expendables. What happened? Where's my girl Expendables? Isn't it still in, like, development, I guess? or Yeah, but it's been a few years since I've actually heard of it. Oh, right. I forgot that they called it the Expendables. No. (laughs) No! That was the tentative title, and they're thinking of getting, like, Mila Jovovich and then a couple other people. I'm not interested anymore. (laughs) Mila, you could do so much better. Why were you in that Hellboy movie? Come on, girl. I'm gonna see it on Tuesday because it's cheap, and I want to see how bad it is. I'm excited. Oh, no. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm stressed out by all that. Nonetheless, apologies for not liking this movie, listeners. I know you guys wanted us to like it. We'll do better. <laughs> I gotta ask because we're gonna, I'm gonna f- try to find a way to force something. Favorite character. <laughs> I liked how Dolph's character spoke. Yeah. He's also my favorite. I liked Andrew Scott's clone. The clone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, it's a, it's a clone because there is no way you could bring it back after the way he died in the first one. Because the way he died in the first one, they were having like a big final fight in like a farmhouse at like uh, Jean Claude's like family's home, and he gets impaled into like a hay baler, and then he turns it on, basically turning Dolph Lundgren into just nothing but mush. That's what I'm into. And so <laughs> them cloning him is like the only way they could really bring him back for this. It's nice. It's not. It, <laughs> but he did provide the best scene for me, which was that um, Martell scene. <laughs> you liked it? I liked that a lot. That was my favorite no, scene. That's good. That that villain, yeah, he was the most exciting part, at least like acting-wise. He had the most personality, but he was still really shitty. Like He was just 
the generic mad scientist type. We didn't like this movie. Shaq probably liked it the most out of all three of us, and it still wasn't good. But that's barely. I still don't really like it all that much. It's, again, the most competently made thing we've seen in a while since probably Curse of Chucky, but it's still not good. It's not good. It's so sad, because, I mean, like, we just watched Little Mermaid 2, and I really liked Little Mermaid 2. I had a good time watching Little Mermaid too, and this one was really hard to watch. Well, they're not all going to be nine or ten, Sarah. We have the the whole point of this, as I recall from you and Shaq saying, was that you wanted to watch <laughs> shitty movies. No, 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 no. Don't never get me said wrong. That in don't, my life. don't don't twist up my words. I said if we're going to see bad shit, make it the worst bad shit. But if we're going to see something good, it's going to be great. Okay, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I kind of like in my heart of hearts really want to watch something as stupid as the scorpion king again that's how i'm feeling after seeing this. but it was so fucking fun like i loved that very very much i think we need to do another like fantasy action film something at least with some humor yes. in it yeah Agreed. okay let's do shitty final thoughts i think it's gonna be pretty quick Shaq, what is yeah. your shitty final thought on this movie this movie's well made it still sucks it's it's a shame but like I wish that our first Van Damme movie, if he has any more directed video other than like this franchise, I hope that they're better, but like this this is just really boring and generic. It has a boring generic look. The action is it, the action's serviceable. Like it's it's not poorly done, but I've seen better in a lot of other things. It just this is forgettable. Allie. Absolutely. Agreed. I'm never gonna talk about this movie again. <laughs> never gonna see this movie again. <laughs> I'm so glad this is over. <laughs> this movie isn't even, like, excitingly bad. <laughs> like, no. I wasn't at any point like, oh, God, this is so bad that I was like, oh, why would they do that? I wasn't even, like, brought to anger or brought to, like, disgust. I was just... Just apathy? Just really apathetic watching it. And I knew that it wasn't poorly made. It was just exceptionally boring. Yeah. That's that sums it up. <laughs> okay, good. So let's move on to our plugs. Shaq. Oh, hey, yeah. Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence on all the social medias. Um, also, you can mainly find me over at oneofus.net where I co-host I'm the Prize, which is on break right now because no award season stuff's happening. Uh, also, the Screener Squad, which is like lower profile reviews. And also, we just started a new show. Let me see if I can find the title of this, but it's a Game of Thrones podcast where we're going to be discussing the final season, like episode by episode. Oh, it's called And Their Final Watch Begins. So be on the lookout for that like every Monday or Tuesday. That's a good title. That is really good. That's good. Allie, go ahead. Okay, well, um, you can find me on Twitter at sick underscore underscore six six. No, he has not still followed me. I also have just released the latest installment of Bloodlust on Talk Film Society, so you could go ahead and read that if you're into gay vampires. I am. And <laughs> and yeah, that's about it for now. Okay, uh, I'm going to go through some things that have happened to us in the last few days. Our episodes are now once a week. So we're recording this. This is actually going to come out tomorrow. That's how quick uh, my turnaround is, guys. <laughs> yeah, you don't know about that, do Yay. you? Um, we had such great reception for our Little Mermaid 2 episode. Really appreciate it. Another thanks again for Patrana for coming on. She was awesome. It was wonderful, and we hope she can come back again for another episode. <laughs> Please come back. Um, <laughs> we also had... Uh, was this a friend of yours, Shaq? Uh, Crystal at the Super Get... 
cool. No. No. <laughs> she just randomly, yeah. Oh, great. Um, we had, uh, we had, I guess she listened, but, uh, we had a mix of Flounder and, uh, Milhouse's dad. She, like, photoshopped them together and it was beautiful. It's so amazing. We really appreciate that. that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Uh, other than that, we definitely had some other recommendations. Um, How High 2 is going to be coming out this week. So we, we may do that for our next episode if we can get our, our hands on it. Yeah, I'm dreading it, honestly. Really? (laughs) I saw the trailer. Isn't it Little Yachty? It's Little Yachty and DC Youngfly, who was like on Wild and Out and was famous through like Vine and Instagram (sighs) and shit. I don't know who that is. Why do you guys do because this no no here's the thing DC DC's funny and yeah. but Lil Yachty I doubt is actually no. and people are already mad because Lil Yachty doesn't smoke weed oh <laughs> he no. pretended to for the movie and people are like oh this is gonna be bad not on top of the fact that Method Man and Red Man weren't even consulted or asked to come back for the second oh, movie oh god so this is it's gonna be an ordeal <laughs> okay. That's going to be so interesting. I'm excited. I'm going to do my research so I'm not lost like you. <laughs> well, I mean, it is 420 this weekend, so maybe we should do a stoner movie for the kids, for the holidays. That's a good, yeah. yeah. So um, culture, William Jarrett at Billy Jarrett Ugg uh, told us that How High 2 is coming out this week. So I feel like we have to do it, right? I don't know. If we don't do that, we'll find another stoner. There's uh, plenty of stoner directed video sequels. We'll figure it out, guys. We'll We'll do Right by the Holiday. <laughs> also, Allie went to Disney and took a picture of um, her bay for us. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, see, okay, so if you go onto our Instagram at sequels, S E E Q U E L S, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you'll see the picture of King Triton, but he's ugly. He's looking kind of rough in that picture. You went to the wrong person. You were supposed to go to the hot statue outside. Instead, you went inside. You saw ugly Triton. Dude, I don't know what to tell I you. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking when they were doing like the final steps of building that <laughs> ride. Because he has like you can't see his face because it's covered in hair and eyebrows. And it's just not real. <laughs> the eyebrows are so Because you know, if you pull away that hair, it's just nothing but skeleton. Like, robot oh, skeleton. <laughs> Looking like a Terminator or some shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the fuzzy caterpillar eyebrows. Though. I'm into Whatever. He was still really hot. So, honestly... <laughs> Still would. Still would. You can ask Rob. Um, I fangirled so hard when we saw him. I was like, oh, my God, Daddy Triton. And, you know, <laughs> Kids are on the All ride. the little kids are, like, crying <laughs> around you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, other than that, um, our sequels, Disney direct-to-video sequels bracket is still going on. We've hit round three. Uh, looks like Lion King one and a half is winning over Cinderella three, which is weird because everyone's been telling us how good Cinderella three is. Super, I'm the main advocate for Lion King one and a half. Like if it's um yes, I was oh, gonna say why. if we couldn't it's do rigged. Pocahontas, we would do Lion King one and a half. But I know we're not doing we're not overlapping um franchises. Not unfortunately. yet. We'll get to it. I, I I like doing the Disney ones. I'm I'm not gonna be too strict. I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna I might wanna do some more Disney. Let's let's it's make it to a couple more months and then we'll do it. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well we did have we did have a, a listener kind of uh request that we do Pocahontas next. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're totally doing Pocahontas too. Yeah, be on the lookout for that in the next couple months. Other than that, we still have the Patreon for Talk Film Society. One dollar a month gets you access to the Slack, 
all the access to bonus episodes. I just put a, out a bonus episode of Talk Film Society Assemble, where Marcelo kind of forces me to talk about um, the Avengers, even though I don't, I just don't care anymore. Really <laughs> you're you're so burnt out. <laughs> I'm so burnt out, and I'm hungry the whole time. I was really angry and mean. I think he cut out some of the times I yelled at him. On <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's fair enough. Also on the Patreon, by the way, you can listen to me talk about wrestling with Marcus and Marcelo. And eventually we are going to have a Lord of the Rings podcast, which I'm super excited about that I'm going to be a part of. Yet to be titled. And the last thing I wanted to mention, which I'm trying to remember it as I speak. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Oh, so um, we will have our own feed for our podcast episodes uh, this week. Um, most of it is done, but we're just waiting for things to get, you know, processed. But, uh, yeah, so you will be able to look up sequels to ease on any of your podcast listening apps, whatever you kids use these days, and it will come up. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's super hell cool. yeah. That's cool. And that's exactly what you guys are helping us achieve by being part of the Patreon, so... So, so give us more money! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Okay, and also, I just want you guys to know, every time we have to watch one of these fucking obscure movies, we have to pay, like, fourteen ninety nine to buy the movie. Why would you buy it? It's, like, re- available to rent for, like, $3. Okay, listen, listen. Before no, we finish, not Little Mermaid Before we finish, too. I did not pay for this one, thank God, because... I have my ways. This and one was the rentable version for that I was watching did not have subtitles when they were speaking in Russian. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's your own fault. You could have paid the two ninety nine to rent it. No, I will not spend another dollar on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will do my fair share of Google Opinion Rewards. I'm the one doing it legally now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's the end of the episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>